Okay, so welcome. <laughs> welcome to episode two of what the hell is my podcast name again? I am so sorry. It's like Twink something. Twink 69, Twink, Twink City or something. Hold on. I'm actually dead ass looking r- real quick. How do I like that? Okay, you know what? I'm just taking too much time. Um, welcome back to my podcast. Uh, oh, Twink Fifty One. Yes, that's my podcast name. You might be wondering how the hell do you forget your podcast name? Well, the thing was, this was supposed to be a weekly podcast, but um, any I actually did have episode two ready the following week. Um, but the thing was like the file corrupted, and I had like yapped so much in that episode, and I even got like a little emotional. <laughs> so then I was like, well. Should I try this again? So then the next day I tried doing it again. And then it just, I, I I went over it. And ultimately I made the executive decision to just cut it. Cause I was like, first of all, it's not raw emotions anymore. It's not, it's not real. It's just, it's a replication. It's a dupe. Like it's not the real emotions, which is not there for me for that redo of, of an episode. So that really like, decentivized that's not even a word that really demotivated me from like you know making another episode and then you know days passed by weeks turned into months and okay it hasn't been that long since episode one but i digress so yeah i did have a script for the first time for what was supposed to be episode two, but I felt like at the same time, another issue was that it didn't feel genuine. I felt like I was, I had to hit every bullet point and I don't know. So I'm just going in this raw bareback, no protection at all. Um, F OSHA. So yeah, we're just going to get into it. So, um, Um, I'm sorry. There's just a lot of things going on. And at this point, this is going to be my therapy podcast. You might be thinking, wasn't this always a therapy podcast? Well, I guess it is now, but I I wanted I want to get into pop culture too. I want to talk about I want to be the Wendy Williams show. I want to take her job. But um I digress. So let's just get into the problems. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, Merry Christmas Eve. I mean not Christmas Eve, a New Year's Eve. Um, it's December 31st, it is 6.07pm, and, you know, I'm, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just vibing, I'm just vibing, there's really not, nothing I have planned, um, I, I don't know, in the last episode, I, I was talking about how, like, I have a very, I only have, like, two friends, so the thing about me though is like I have like I know a lot of people and like at one point you know with all these people I I I had close relationships with but then you know distance occurs and you know things get distant and that's normal it happens and then yeah I don't know it just it, it feels awkward to kind of just well at least for me to like try to go back and almost get back to that same footing with people that I'm that I'm distant with and I don't think it's like it's a bad thing like it, it makes sense that it happened and to feel that certain way um it's just like do you have that love and patience to you know overcome that awkwardness and get back to where things were so 
and I do. But the thing is, it's just life is always hitting me like a ton of bricks. And my similes are just crazy today in this podcast. But um, yeah, and I think that applies for a lot of people. And that's normal. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, again, I've, I've been on my soapbox multiple times about this. But like, yeah, it's really hard making friends in your 20-somethings. And um, I take every day really hard because like, I don't know. I'm in like my, my my midlife crisis, my midlife, not my quarter life crisis right now. So like, especially right now, like with the holidays and stuff, like these are the moments or days that you spend your time with the people that you care about and the people that you love and you make memories. And I'm 24 and it's, it's, I'm getting a bit, um, I'm able to swallow that more uh, better as time progresses. But I think the moment that I turned 23, I'm like, how the hell am I 23? How the hell am I 24? Like all the days have like blended in within each other. And all I've really been focused with throughout those, like, I guess year, like the past two years is just like work stuff. And it's so miserable. Like, yeah, it's really miserable and stuff. Like, it is what it is. And I don't really want to harp too much about that because, like, I don't know. I, again, I'm just, like, a broken record. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I really value each day, like, a lot, a lot, a lot. Like, I don't know if this makes sense. But, like, every day that passes, like... I don't know. I'm just like, I could be doing something like a lot more funner with my life. And instead, like, I'm just kind of, you know, studying or just doing the same old routines that tend to be super like antisocial. And it's not that I'm choosing to be antisocial. It's just that I, I, I have to do the things that I do. And the things that I do are just don't really involve other people within my age range. And I don't, I don't know. Or like the things that I do is really very solo stuff. So, uh, I know that sounds like super, super vague, but a lot of things have happened. And part of the things that happened was, um, I moved back into my parents' house, um, which was a decision I made because like, honestly, like it wasn't even a money issue. Like I want to make that super clear right now because, when I first moved out, like, I was really happy and, like, really content that I was even able to get to this point. Just coming from, like, a background where I never really had any guidance. My family, you know, never went as far. They, they never got a degree. They never, um, I don't know, made a salary that I was able that I'm capable of getting and um it like sucks that they weren't able to do that and obviously another thing for me is like giving back as much as I can um but at the same time like um yeah I don't know it's just constant like grinding for me and considering that I never got my bachelor's like it's just I have to work hard well, twice and or three times harder to 
get to, you know, where I, I can be in a position where I can give back and um, stuff like that. So the fact that I was able to like move out and stuff, um, I was really happy I, I was able to do that. Um, but long story short, I was having a lot of issues within my job and my manager had ended up just leaving cold turkey, like no warning at all whatsoever. And it was actually like my favorite like job in compare. Well, I've only had two big boy jobs and the second one, which is the one that I had recently quit, um, which is the one that I'm talking about right now. Um, I was actually learning a lot. And at the same time, like they really uh, took into consideration like the things that I I self-taught myself when it came to certain code or um, graphics like that. Like they definitely liked my stuff and um, they were willing to teach me more uh, specifically into, I guess, the nitty gritty and technicalities of certain softwares and um, other coding stuff that I was really hoping on learning more of. And then she ended up leaving. So when she left, I ended up having to report to, okay, I'm really going to unhash this. <laughs> um, I ended up reporting to my VP. And this person is the dumbest person I have ever like encountered in all like my years of working. Granted, I've only been working corporate for like, I think, almost two years, oh, like between a year and a half and two years. And, you know, I've come across like really dumb people, but like this person was the dumbest person I've ever came across. And like, mind you, like her title is like VP of X department, right? And hold on. I think my. Uh, sorry, I thought somebody was in my house, but I'm home alone. So I'm getting the heebie jeebies. Hold on. Or maybe it was the heater turning on. I don't know. Let me text my dad real quick because this is get it's getting weird. Um hold on. Um hey um when are you coming back? My family's like out of town right now and I don't know. I thought they're coming back after New Year's or at least like the day of New Year's, so late tomorrow, but I'm not sure. Anyway, uh long story short, my VP like has she knew nothing about any of the procedures that was going on within my department and my position at the time um <clears throat> hold on i'm I, ugh, hold on let me um let me take a quick break give me one second okay sorry for the technical difficulties i uh had to make sure i wasn't getting you know kidnapped or house robbed so a long story short, that's not happening. But anyway, back to my dumbass VP. So here's the thing. So she was the type of person that will like deck out her whole office in like gold coated stationery, a gold stapler, a gold um 
paper clips and then she would have like that like bullshit art on the wall where like rich people think it's art but it's just like squirt on a painting like she's those type of people that make it seem like they know what they're doing but they really don't and they carry them like they're like their idea of being rich and bougie is like by like flaunting wealth or what we consider as wealthy and she's very much like not that i'm sure she makes bank but like she has like no iq to like back that up so anyway yeah it uh, it she made my job very miserable and it got to the point where i'm explaining to her why we do certain things this way sending her certain reports that had to be sent and she's just kind of like not understanding anything which is you know I don't want to say it's fine, but it it does take up a lot of time having to explain, you know, this is what this means. This is what that means this is how you do this. And this is how you do that. And I make sure I have these things written so she could reference and, you know, we can have smooth sailing going forward. But like she did not have the patience to sit down and understand everything. Her mentality is just like, oh, we can just outsource that we'll just pay someone else to, you know, crunch these, crunch that, and, you know, give us their recommendations on this, on that. And I'm just like, okay, so, okay. And you can't really do that because, you know, the agencies that we're hiring and that we've even worked with, they don't understand certain things within our department or like certain things that we are offering as a product so um and if we it would just take more time if i do explain that but if you took the time to understand it it would alleviate a lot of things and we wouldn't have to wait for certain um proofs or certain end result like finals it just would it would save so much time but she would never understand that and she would just continue just everything that i would give her she would always like there were critiques that she had and i just did not think they were good critiques but i ended up doing it anyway it would just hurt my soul a little bit to see that because it just didn't i didn't think it was the right decision um, but at the end of the day, I mean, she's my higher up, so I have to respect whatever decision she's making, even when I do give her my input. And even when, you know, her decision ends up backfiring and then I add more work onto my workload. So it's just really she was just one of those horrible bosses that, you know, one would one would, you know, would understand i guess or come across and honestly it kind of felt like i was working in the office like if the tv show the office like it was she was the michael basically um but it, it was crazy how she is at her position with how little things that she knows of our department even though her title is like vp of x department right um, so it, it's just really 
humiliating and really embarrassing for her to like be so clueless and i mean very clueless to the point where like she's like how do you open adobe how do you how do you open photoshop how do you um how do you open that and i'm just like you just double click it and she's like oh i i just thought like you know you could like go online and i'm like no you it's a program you just double click it and then there was even encounters where she's like i need help sending like a jpeg through an email how do you do that and then i'm i I show her how to do it and then she'll forget time to time and i'll have to like show her or she'll open a spreadsheet and she's like how do you like what like function should i use how do i use the sum function and i'm just like are you trolling (laughs) are you trolling me right now because like you can't be serious you cannot be like serious and honestly like the only the only way she got to her position was because i guess back in like the 80s or 90s she was a really great like salesperson um but just because you're really good at sales doesn't mean you can you know that doesn't mean you could you can you know all the ins and outs within my mark like within marketing or just like my whole department like it's it just it's just it was crazy so i had to deal with like I had to do a couple months with that until um, I hit this breaking point where um, (laughs) I'm really like trying to be cautious not to like say too many things because like I don't want like an awful like digital footprint, but I'll just leave it at that. She was a very clueless, like very, very clueless person and she was just adding more problems and work onto my plate and it was just it was horrendous and um yeah ultimately it got to the point where um i think i was just like you know what like i don't want to work here anymore this went from like my top like my favorite job to like the worst thing i've ever worked in and i had even gone to like hr about like issues that were happening and then and even when it came to like my reviews that had to be done my higher up would forget about the reviews and then i would go to hr as a result because i'm like that's when i get a raise like reviews are when you get a raise so if i'm if it's being missed and it's just like okay i'm missing my raise like don't troll me right now. So, of course, I go on HR about it and they're like, oh, yeah, that's really important. I'll make sure I'll get with her and we'll figure it out and nothing will come about it. And then there's a whole retaliation thing that ha- had happened between me and the higher up. And it was just it was a hot mess. That's what I'm going to say. But um, it did get to the point where I was just like, you know what, like, I don't want to be here. I mean, my plan from the very beginning was leaving within like my one year mark or at least like start applying once I hit my one year mark. Um, But very soon after uh, my new higher up came into the picture, um, I I came to the realization that I don't want to work here like anymore, like at all. And I need to get out because I, I, I I'm a very patient person. But when it starts, when now there's like tension and like 
a big debacle that happened. Um, I don't feel comfortable anymore. And um, just because it shows that you don't respect your own employees, you don't respect your own team, you don't take the time to understand the ins and outs of our department, things that we do, and and why we do those certain things. And yeah, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And at the same time, I also realized that I don't want to work in a position where I'm required to wear a lot of hats. I just want to specialize in one thing because um, for the most part, you can you get taken advantage of when you do when you know a lot of things. And I'd rather just specialize in one certain thing um, and, you know, just focus on that and find a company that has a a role specifically for that one specialization rather than a broad thing. And I know that sounds super vague, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of things. Cause like, I don't want to like geek out. I'm not even a geek. Like I'm a, I'm a very dumb person that just learned, you know, a couple of tricks online <laughs> and like, I'm able to like upgrade jobs as a result. Uh, or like that's how I view like my career <laughs> or me as a person because like I'm very bad at math. I'm very bad at remembering things. Like I'm a very like ditzy, clueless person. But when it comes to work, like I will put on my pilas. Like I will put on the, my batteries. I will, I'll force myself to like learn what I need to learn, and you know, give you some projects to show you I know what I'm doing, and yeah, please hire me. And that's how I got my last job. And I was making like a lot of money. And I was pretty proud of myself. And I don't know, I, I was like, really proud that I was able to um, yeah, get my last job and stuff. And then yeah, I was there for a bit. And then the whole debacle with a new higher up being in the picture as my the, as the replacement of my previous manager happened that's when things went downhill. So um, yeah, ultimately, I knew that I would have to study up again, and, you know, learn more about the things that I was actually being trained on uh, with my first manager, and expand upon that, and then find a position with another company that is more for that specific role, with uh, instead of a role that's more broad than the one that I was working in. So um, yeah, I took a lot of time outside of work studying up getting some certifications. Um, but it did take a lot of time because of course, I'm working in like 40 hours a week. At the same time, I'm also going to the gym, I'm also hanging out with my friends and whenever I can. And, you know, it just kind of slowed down that process of studying. So um, with that in mind, I, I was just like, okay, it would be great if I were to quit my job and then just spend that 40 hours of working, just 40 hours of studying. That would speed my uh, certifications. Uh, that would um, also speed up, you know, the, my time frame for applying for work again. Um, but I, was, I, I didn't make the decision to do that yet initially because I thought I could hold out on the job for a bit. But as 
more issues were happening at work, I my patience ultimately ran thin and basically ran out and I ended up leaving. Um, and it was funny because I knew I could go longer, but I was still within my grace period for my apartment where I could literally just, you know, end my lease without any penalties. So I was like, you know what? Like I'm still within my like grace period. I could ultimately, you know, revert back and just go back home, you know, bounce back home, study up, you know, leave my job, study up and find another job that will probably pay about 10 to 20k higher than my previous salary which wasn't even was not bad <laughs> um so i was like you know what and also at the same time I, at the same time like i also realized that like an apartment is like she could be pricey and with me like i don't want to say i'm frugal but i logically like i'm very i try to be as logical as i can be and i'm just like okay 1500 is going to rent and bills which is like okay sure i already like budgeted that in but when it comes to like how much i prioritize having fun and traveling and stuff mm, i won't be able to do that as much as i would as i anticipated to do so i can also like you know i can you know move back home and kind of do the inverse of that and spend <laughs> spend money being happy 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 i'd rather be happy and stuff and don't get me wrong like when i wasn't alone like i was so happy like i was like i finally have my privacy i finally have you know that freedom i don't have to you know get into like petty arguments with like my parents like yada 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 which was really great and obviously something that i will miss that whole privacy thing now that i move back um but ultimately i'm just like you know what like i'm really barely home i was usually working the whole day and then afterwards i would go to the gym and then by the time like i'm all done it's already like 8 9 and Everyone's kind of just finished getting having dinner and then, you know, they're kind of in their room. So I'm just like, you know what? If I plan my day like right, you know, I wouldn't really have to see any of my family. Um, and then my dad remarried. So, you know, that's a whole nother can of worms. But like now he won't have to pick fights with me anymore and he'll have a new wife to like, you know, make her life miserable. So anyway yeah um yeah I, ultimately like i knew it would just it logically made more sense for me to quit my job and my lease move back home study up and um yeah just speed up that studying process getting my certifications or the ones that i need and ultimately, like, the thing is, is, like, jobs don't really care about certification. Oh, my God, this is actually turning into, like, a career or, like, 
advice podcast <laughs> i'm the last person you should you should get advice from um because the thing about me is like i don't like to like i don't settle for less like i like the moment like i'm working and i realize i'm being like underpaid or like taken advantage of or like not being listened to i'm already thinking next steps i'm already thinking like okay I want I don't want to work here. I want to work somewhere else. How do I work at a place like that? What do I need to know to get to a place like that or to get to a position like that? And I will start working towards that thing in the background. Um but yeah. I don't yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um that's what I'm basically doing now. Um but oh my gosh, I was talking about something and I completely forgot about it. Um but yeah, uh, that, every day, my day basically consists of me studying mornings and a little bit through the day, um, while also babysitting. Because I, long story short, I go to my mom's house because my mom started working again after like her whole maternity leave. So um, I babysit my little sister while I try to study, which i i i don't know how single moms do it but i can't do it like i i I get some work done but like i'm not as productive as i would be if i didn't have a child like you know screaming over you know baby shark every five minutes and then i'm also trying to potty train her It's, it's a whole damn thing but um you know after you know, I clock out of my little babysitting gig. I go back home and I finish the rest of like, of like the checkpoint that I need, that I set myself, that I, that I, each day to get, you know, certain things done. So, um, yeah, but I mean, other than that, like, yeah, I'm studying slash babysitting at the same time. And then afterwards, my friend um, started a whole like TikTok shop that I've been helping her with. And that's been doing really well. I'm like kind of gagged because like TikTok is like actually a really crazy app. Um, And yeah, but anyway, you know, that's happening. Um, I definitely see that um, going even farther into um, a bigger thing than it already is now. But um, yeah, I'm doing that on the side. And um yeah, that's all I basically do. Study, babysit, TikTok shop, and repeat. And then whenever my friends like want to hang out, we'll hang out. But again, I only really have like two or three friends that like bother asking me to hang out. And of course, I go along with it because like I have nothing else, you know, fun wise that like is there for me like I love my friends like everything I do that is fun wise is always been with my friends and can I do solo can I do things solo yes and I have like I've gone clubbing alone and stuff but it's just not the same and at the same time like when I do go clubbing since the community here is like so small or whatever like each time I go, I'm running into somebody that I used to like mess with or like talk to or like be friends with or be in a relationship with even. And it's happened so often to the point where I'm just like, you know what? Like, I don't care anymore. Like, I like I'm in Dallas. Like, it's it's a big city, but like 
the community is so small. It's so incestuous. Like we've been with each other, like like bunnies, like New Jeans bunnies. <laughs> Not playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, but uh, no, for real though. Like almost everybody knows each other and it's just like okay well 9-11 like what do you want me to do like i'm not gonna straight up walk out and leave like okay we're in the same spaces of course like obviously like it just makes sense we'll be in the same spaces we used to do the same things together at the same spots and what now that we're not friends or now that we're not seeing each other or now that we're not like any of that anymore like what changes does that really make like we're still gonna go clubbing we're still gonna have fun in the same spaces that we usually do right so um yeah i'm just like kind of like whatever about it um but yeah it's not the same as like clubbing with friends though um and at the same time like i have one friend that you know he's pushing 30 and now he just wants to like you know settle down and like not go stupid and crazy anymore and then I have another friend who's just like, you know, just busy working and all he cares is about working. And then I have another friend who just never gone clubbing, but she's scared of clubbing. And but she'll she'll she want to go drinking at a damn Chili's like, are y'all trolling me? Y'all are trolling me. And if you're listening to this episode, you know exactly who you are. I don't know. Um, I definitely need new and more friends not saying that the ones that i have are bad or awful it's not that it's just that like when you have such a small knit of friends like you're kind of limited to what you can do it's kind of based on what they want to do right so it's just like uggs like i need more friends that i that i could be able to do certain things with in case the other one is unavailable or too busy or whatever the case may be so i'm just kind of like Oh, but then I'm not in a setting, even at my last job, I wasn't really in a setting where there were a lot of people that I that were as young as me or even the ones that were as young as me. Like we were on, we're two different people. Like we're not the type of people to be friends like outside of work. So oh, anyway, um, yeah, I feel like I've just been babbling, babbling, babbling. But I hope it, it all was cohesive in some way and made some sort of sense. Um, I think it. Did. I don't know. But um yeah. Um so moving on to like my New Year's resolution. Um so my New Year's resolution is to get snatched and I'm like I've I've gotten some muscle since I've been going to the gym again. And I don't know, like there's some people that are like, oh I could get off to myself, and I never really understood that until recently. So um I get it. I see it, I respect it, um, but yeah, uh, I just have to be consistent, and yeah, that's just that's it. That's all it is. It's just eating your macros and just being consistent, and that will take you pretty far. But um, yeah, that's one of my resolutions: getting snatched. Uh, but I have two new resolutions actually. So I have three resolutions. Uh, resolution one, get my body snatched. Resolution two, um, make at least 10 new friends. Now that sounds like a really big number and I think it is, but like I have the whole year to do it, right? Um, so yeah, I, that's my resolution. I'm going to make 10 new friends and 
I have been on Bumble BFF recently and um I think I can make friends. There's this one guy that's been like inviting me to hang out and stuff and I haven't gone because like he's very much like a last minute like person and as a result like I don't know like I can't keep up and even then like for me like I can I can be extroverted sometimes but ultimately I'm very an, an introverted and just kind of cautious person so um it takes a lot for me to like for someone to be like hey like let's hang out right now i'm just like are you crazy like at least give me like a two-day notice to like mentally prepare for that um but like i don't know if we'll vibe though but i think it's still worth a shot like at least you know like you'll if things don't work out like at least you know you know you know each other like y'all are cool or whatever um maybe they could just be like oh a one plus like another instagram follower you know there's always something good that comes out of you know meeting people and stuff and like talking and whatever but um with uh oh with a certain guy i don't know if we'll click because like the things that he invites me to go to is just like oh like a game night at the library at the at the public library which you know, a lot of y'all would shit on. A lot of y'all would be like, ew, grandpa. And you know what? That was my first reaction. But I was like, you know what? Like, who am I to sit here and judge somebody for asking me to go to a little game night date at the damn public library? Like, you know, back then, cavemen, you know, they were just making art on rocks with each other. Like, who am I to sit here and judge somebody for inviting me to a game night at the library? Like, you know what it's worth the shot you know like you never know like at least he's trying to make friends and you know what by me going at least i'm also trying to make friends so who am i to be a hater who am i to do that for real for real but um i just haven't had the chance to actually hang out with him because again he's a very last minute person so and i need a little bit of time to like mentally prepare myself for this for these things so oh plus he's like a straight dude which is fine, but like I don't, I don't really have a good like, I don't have a, a track record of like being friends with straight dudes, um, just because I, I usually don't really relate or or compliment them in any way. So um, there's that. But I mean, if there's a really extroverted and like ally of a straight dude that like loves, you know, his LGBT queens, then like okay like maybe we are compatible as like friends um but yeah uh so i think bumble bff looks pretty promising and what's surprising is like i have a lot of swipes on bumble bff or like matches in comparison with like bumble dating which is kind of interesting or weird i don't know if it's because like nobody uses bumble dating um, but I don't know, or maybe there's a lot of like closeted straight guys that are trying to like get with me. And that's why I'm getting a bunch of like matches. Um, I don't know. And the only reason why I say that it's not because I'm like a narcissistic like that, but like, it's because like the first time that I went on a Bumble BFF date, I don't, I don't know if I said this on the episode one or if this was on the episode two that got lost. Um, but there, I, I went on a Bumble BFF date, like, two months ago and he was like a straight dude or at least that's what he told me and he wanted to go to like starbucks or something and trust i was boycotting i only got a water and he only got a water too because he was also boycotting but um 
yeah uh we met up got starbucks got some waters started talking and then he starts like flirting with me like oh like i love your eyes like what are you asian and i'm just like well no um but thank you but that's kind of gay bro like you know what i mean like you're gay you're gay like dude you're gay like why are you complimenting my eyes (laughs) like for real and he's like no like i'm not gay like i'm just telling you how it is and i'm like okay sure but then he kept going he was just like you got nice legs and i'm like are you trolling the shit out of me right now like am i getting punked like what the fuck do you mean like you're trolling the shit out of me right now so anyway um we ended up like making out at like a costco no not a costco uh uh what's that not home depot but the one where they sell like stationery um office depot (laughs) it was like 8 p.m like they were already closed and you know he walked me to actually he was like hey like let's walk around let's walk around and i'm like there's nowhere to walk around to like we live in texas there's nothing walkable here second of all there's no like park nearby or like anything scenic um except like the office depot and then like a wendy's next to the starbucks and he was like now let's just walk around like my legs are like tired so I'm, i'm like okay fine so we walk he walks me towards the office depot, which is like dark and dingy since it's like closed down or whatever. And then he like looks at me, he gives me that look. And I'm like, what? And then he's just like, you look so good. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm just like, calm down. Because like, first of all, like it's sketchy. Like I like he, he like went up to me and like, I kind of had like, I kind of backed up into like, the back of like the pillar of like the front of the office depot and it's like a corner it's like a big pillar that like forms like a little corner so like nobody could really see you from both ends so he kind of like backed me up into there and he's like no for real though and i'm like are you like are you like are you trying to like do something right now and he's like <laughs> and he was like uh, and what if I was? And I was like, well, I'll think about kissing you. And he's like, well, why don't you? And then, you know, we kissed, we smooched or whatever. And then he was getting a handful. He was getting a handful. I was getting a handful. Um, oh, oh, he was, he was, uh, he, he wasn't, he had muscles. Honestly, if you have muscles, like that does a lot for you. That does a lot for you because, like, his face card, it wasn't declining. But, you know, he, oh, I feel really bad. But I know it's going to happen to me really soon because my dad balds. But he was balding. (coughs) Nothing wrong with my bald kings out there. Um, But... Me saying but after saying, no, no, nothing wrong with my bald kings, period. Nothing wrong with my bald kings. I actually really like bald kings um, just because I don't know if it triggers like my daddy issues or something. But like, it's cute. Like, it's hot. Like, in, you're like, you're getting old and I love older men. Um, but I just felt like it didn't. His face wasn't meant for balding, if that makes sense. So... I mean, he was still cute because, I mean, he was, like, pretty built. But, um, yeah. Well, I don't know where I was going with that. But, like, you know, we did a couple of things. And then that was that. 
And then that was like my first encounter with Bumble BFF. And, I'm, and afterwards, I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'm getting a bunch of matches because there are a lot of these curious dudes like him that are just trying to like masquerade like, oh, we're going to be friends with just like, oh, we're actually going to, you know, smash, 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 smash. But uh, OK, hold on. I need to blow my nose. Sorry, uh, I've been sick for like the past week. I'm like barely recovering now, but um. Uh, anyway, um, I was really upset though because like I genuinely was like looking forward to him and I being friends and stuff. But I mean, I guess he had other intentions. Um, but I mean, he and I didn't work out because he ended up being like this weird like incel type dude that kind of saw women as like inferior objects. And also at the same time, like he didn't want to accept that he was gay. He he said he loved he's he's attracted to men, but he wouldn't say he's gay because that 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 instantly puts like a like an image on him, and he doesn't want that that tender queer image because he's this mask, bro. And I'm like, bitch, you're gay. <laughs> like you're gay, bro. Like you're gay. <laughs> capital g-a-y i wanna be that g-a-y who knows that song who knows that song put your little paws up where my where my little monsters put your paws up but anyway um yeah that that didn't work out and i'm kind of i'm i'm happy i'm i'm doing a-okay without that man but um you know back to my news resolution we're gonna make 10 friends and i and i genuinely mean friends no friends with benefits and this is another thing that pisses me off like i recently go, uh i don't want to i don't want to cheese me out i don't want to gossip too much but listen there's people that like are cool with friends with benefits i say that i'm cool with it but ultimately this is how i know how it's going to go down it's going to be an emphasis on the on the baby making. It's going to be an emphasis on the breeding, the bear backing, and not so much of like, so like, how's work? Like, oh, that freaking sucks. Or like, how's your day? Like, it's not going to be that. It's going to be like, when can I come over and breed the shit out of you? Like, you, you it's going to be that. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to have my moments where I'm like, yeah. Me too. Like, I'm down to, you know, be imprinted on. But, like, that doesn't, like, I, I still value, you know, friendship. And I want to be able to, like, hang out without having to do all of that. But, like, all these damn boys, like, they just want to pipe and go. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, you have to state that from the very beginning. Which leads me to another point that, I that I need to address and is actually an ongoing like issue or like thing that's going on in my current life. But like, here's the thing. I can't stand men that are grown like and I mean grown grown like I get it. Early 20s, you're still having fun. Mid 20s, okay, you could still have fun, but like you got to start thinking like, okay, let's be a little bit serious now. Late 20s and up, especially 30s, if you're sitting here and telling me on Tinder you're still figuring it out, girl, you're just taking up space on the earth. Like what the fuck do you mean by that? 
what the hell do you mean you're still figuring it out you are 31 years old like what do you mean you're still figuring it out because there's different options on tinder where it's like short-term fun or long-term relationship or um long-term but open to short-term or like short-term open to long-term and then there's the option of still figuring it out the fuck you mean you're still figuring it out so you mean to tell me you know how to you know how to do all these damn functions in a damn spreadsheet in excel but you're still figuring it out when it comes to your love life like don't piss me off like you're like you are like a terrible person and you may be thinking steve this sounds like it's hitting real like it's hitting home for you and listen it's not that serious <laughs> it's not that serious even though i just went on a whole tangent about it but here's the thing like i am okay if you are 32 and you come up to me and you're like hey you're fine i just want to hook up with you that's it no strings attached and if you're fine i will go well yes you could you could do whatever you want. You could do whatever you want to me. It will be a mutual train. Wait, train means different things. Um, it's a mutual like, you know, agreement. But and if you're and if you come up to me and if, if, uh, uh, but I, if another guy comes up to me and is like, hey, I wanted to pursue something long term with you. Great. Awesome. That's slayfalicious, right? But if you are 31 years old coming up to me being like, um, being this ambiguous and vague as you could be and be like, I'm still figuring it out, but like, you're cute. Like, oh my God, KYS, 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 KYS. Like, you still figuring it out means you want to have fun. You want to do X, Y, and Z to me, but... For some reason, you can't just say that. You can't be explicit. You can't be. You can't communicate that you're interested in only short-term fun. You you have some malicious intent. You want to like get to know me and be friends with me and figure me out, but also you know have that luxury of like of 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 topping and mounting me. It like no 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 no. Cause you lead me on, you lead me on when you do that. People lead me on when they when they come up to me and say, "I, um, they're still figuring out." Because initially, you know, I gave men the benefit of the doubt, and you know that's where my mistake is. I gave men the benefit of the doubt of like, okay, they're still figuring it out. So that means, you know, I mean, that means like something long term is open, like that's on the table. But so is like short term. So that's on the table, but you know, but long term is still on the table. They didn't say no to long term. They didn't explicitly say short term only. They said still figuring it out. And that means, you know, long term is available. And my dumbass, because I think I can change people because of my charms. And listen, bitch, my charms are not that strong enough, unfortunately. And that's something I have to swallow because. I know some of you bitches think y'all are the most charming. Y'all could change anybody if you just like showed your tits or something. If, if you give them a certain look or say a certain, you know, cute little 
your little cute little catchphrase to like charm them into like being in a, something long term with you, bitch, you are boo boo the fool because it's not gonna work. And trust me, because I am that bitch. I am boo boo the fool himself. I've tried so many. I go into these things with dudes that are like so ambiguous and vague about like what about what they want, and they just ultimately just label it as like, oh, I'm still figuring it out. I proceed to hang out with those dudes thinking that I could maybe, you know, if I just be myself and be who I am and do a good job at just expressing who I am, because I do think that, you know, I'm not a terrible person. I think I, I know I'm, I'm cute. I know I'm pretty. And I know that like my personalities, I, I would say is entertaining for some people. I know my, I, I know myself. Okay. But just because like, I'm confident within myself. I can't, I can't get too confident and think that I can change someone <laughs> or think that like, we're, we're going to have like a future together because listen, bitch, like you're not that bitch because at the end of the day, ultimately those dudes that come up to you and tell you they're, that they're still figuring it out, but they still, you don't want to know you. They just want to smash. Like that's all they want to do. That's it. They just don't want to explicitly say that for some weird reason even though they're pushing 30 35 like are you trolling me like oh my gosh like i think they get up over the fact that they're leading me on and they want somebody to chase after them and i think they get off to that and that is why that is why like i'm anti-men i'm antifa like are you trolling me like oh anyway listen I'm speaking this way because I've never been in that type of situation. No, I'm just playing. Clearly, I've been in situations like that. Um, and it happened really recently. And I I don't know. I I don't I'm still I'm still boo-boo the fool, that's what I could say. But you know what? Like that's what life is. Actually, no, life should not be full of that life should be filled with good things and that is not a good thing um but that's all i got going for me and that's the truth like that's it like you know i tried going out with like other guys and um they just don't they they just don't hit for me they they're, they're not they're not hitting for me and uh, I mean, all I could really do, honestly, is just keep putting myself out there until something bites. Um, but in in the meantime, like you know, I'll I'll play with what I have right now. And do I genuinely like think like these certain guys that are like this? At least the ones that are in my current uh life right now, are they worth anything? Yes. Clearly, if I'm this passionate about something, clearly they mean something to me. And I think they're great people. But it's just so disheartening when they're like when they're just like when they give you that thing that they're just not sure what they want, but they they're willing to test it out. That it hurts me because I'm a very hopeful person. I'm a hopeless romantic. It is just within my nature to, you know put in put all my eggs in one basket and give that person a shot because if i don't oh my god i'm just realizing i'm the biggest gambler like i've never gambled in my life but when it comes to love i'm always gambling with it because like 
I miss 100% of the shots that I'm not taking. And bitch, call me an alcoholic because I'm taking these damn shots. Too many shots, actually. But, um, yeah. Um, you know, these, these guys, like, they're, they're great. They're great guys. And you might be thinking, really, bitch? Because it sounds like what they're doing to you is not so great. And you know what? It's not. But listen. <laughs> I could change them. I could change them. Okay, no, I can't change them. But my whole thing has been, like, communication. And not all these guys are, like, straight up, they're, like, players. They're not. They're not. And it's really just one guy, to be honest. Like, it's just one guy. For real. Deadass. It's just one guy that I really have all my eggs in one basket with. And, like, there have been so many close calls where I'm just like, why do I put up with this? Like, okay, to get into the nitty-gritty, we only have each other added on Snapchat. Boom, red flag. A lot of y'all, I already hear y'all. You're like, why the fuck? Like, why are you... Why do you like somebody this much if it's if they only have you on snap well the thing is is like he's one of those people that are like not really on social media (laughs) which sounds like a bs right but like listen we can't deny the fact that there are actually people that are just really anti antifa anti-social anti-social media you know like there's people that are on that aren't on instagram there 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 are people that are just aren't on facebook there are people that sure they have Instagram accounts, but they don't really post anything. Um, <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, but like you know, he's really sweet. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I I've 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 sat around and had full on analysis analyses whatever the plural word of analysis is i've already sat down and had plenty of those in my little brain right and as a result there have been many calls where i'm just like just unadd him just block him like he likely will not be phased but then i'm like well i think he will though like i think he will be phased because like we had like a we had a, we had a connection like he told me he likes me i told him i like him and it's there but he's also the type of person to you know kind of be short about what they say because they only really say things that are meaningful so you know our snapchat conversations aren't really like you could tell i'm the only one like you know giving a shit but like in person though like that's what it matters right and then the dates that we've been on like they've all taken place at the club but i mean he you know he bought all my drinks and at the same time like we've had really great conversation he did say though that like i i've i'm not good at like um i guess carrying the conversation but that's only because i'm always the one carrying the conversation digitally whereas with him like he's he's very natural when it comes to talking to me and I am am natural to talking to him, but I let him, you know, do all the talking because like, I don't really get to know 
as much as I would like to on fucking Snapchat. You know, uh, bitch, I sound actually busy. I sound so like this is sad. Like this is absolutely sad. Like y'all are probably thinking like this dumbass bitch. Like what the fuck are you doing talking on Snapchat? And I'm just like, it's true. It's true. I know what you mean. And I agree. But you don't know him like I know him, you know, and I know that sounds funny. I know that sounds goofy, but it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But anyway, <laughs> uh, trust me, like on a serious note, though, like I've already prepared my soul for the worst. I have like I think going into like a new like relationship with anybody i prepare myself for the worst because like i've been been in so many friendships i've been in a lot of situationships and as a result like i've just built an exterior in these mechanisms that mm, that basically forced me to understand that you know like this will likely not be a like last as long as I would like it to but I'm gonna enjoy the ride I'm gonna that's kind of like my mentality these past like couple of years like sure like I put myself out there so often I meet a bunch of people and for each one as of like recently like I already envision it ending and I already prepare myself for it to end um and I'm not saying that I don't get emotional when it does end. Of course I get emotional. Like it ends something that was pretty nice and beautiful ended. But at least I could move on in a couple of days and be like, okay, you know what? Like I'm ready to meet, you know, new people onto the next one. And then it just recycles over and over and over again and until something sticks. And I think that's a good thing. Right. I think it's a good thing. I'm going to be real. I think it's a good thing that I'm able to like when I get hurt, I'm very quick to recover and try again. Whereas I know a lot of bitches when they're heartbroken, girl, it'll take months, maybe even years to recover. Whereas I'm like, girl, I've been through the trenches so many times. <laughs> and despite whether or not I'm picky with the people that I meet or not. Like, it's always the same outcome. It always ends. And as a result, like, I've just thickened my skin over and over and over each time. And now I, I my recovery is a lot more quicker. And I'm ready to meet new people. And this is going to get a little deep. But, like, when it comes to, like, my mom, like... I don't want to spill her tea or her business, but like she's very anti like people like my mom. She really only talks to like her cousins and her sisters as like when it comes to like socialization and like friends like the, her friends are her family members. She doesn't really have like any friends that are like outside of family. And I think growing up and seeing that like I never really understood it until like recently. And I'm like, yeah. People that are, like, in the outside world, like, they're awful people. Like, they're not good people. Sure, you know, it's fun initially, but it always ends. And 
I know. I yes, I'm also self aware that I have also been an awful person to somebody as well. But I do my best to like not be as awful at least, or at least try to be a good, decent person. At the same time, I know that. Well, at least for me, like I'm not close with like my family or like cousins or and even the siblings that I do have. They're like little kids. Like I, I was an only child for like 15 years. So like my oldest sister, she's like nine. Like, you know, there's not much I could really t- uh, confide to a nine year old about. You know what I mean? So I've been forced to like, you know, go out and make and, and put myself out there in the outside world and this makes it sound like i was in a cult i'm not in a cult but um you know as a result like i'm constant like all my friends i i have friends that are not family i i've been in many situationships i've been in a couple of relationships i've i i've been in a, a lot of things with so many people because at the end of the day like I I don't really have anything anybody else within my family that I could, you know, really confide to things about. And at the same time, um you know, my real family, I would consider would be like my friends. And no shade to my actual family. I love my actual family. But, you know, there's certain things that are a lot more intimate that you only confide to certain people with those <clears throat> sorry i'm like a bit con- <laughs> congested um and those certain type of things that i confide to only have been like you know like my friend so anyway hold on i need to blow my nose oh Oy. you know i could cut this out but i'm a i'm gonna i'm gonna do this podcast like bareback and raw <laughs> But anyway, um, so anyway, yeah, I have just always been putting myself out there or at least especially these past couple of years because um, I've just been through the ringer so many times. And my as a result, like my skin thickens and yeah, um, each relationship, regardless if it's platonic or not, I put my best foot forward. And I put all my basket, my eggs in the basket, and you know, I go into it a hundred percent. And of course, usually it never really works out the way that I would like it to. But I know that if I spend a lot more time moping around and being devastated about it, I it, it will limit me to the actual potential people that are beneficial to me so yeah um that's why i'm just very keen on just having a quick recovery getting back into it getting you know what's funny yesterday (laughs) this actually was kind of funny so recently i went on a date with another guy that i I don't want to say, I don't know, that I was sort of seeing. Yeah, that I was seeing. And he was really sweet, really kind, really nice. Um, But then I think after, like, the second date, I kind of realized, like, I don't think I'm, like, a, like, I, I can't envision a relationship, a serious relationship with this person. So I ultimately, you know, asked to kind of keep it, 
I, I, I ended up communicating to him that I wasn't interested in something long term with him anymore. And he took it like a champ. Respect. That's awesome. Um, but I would be comfortable maybe pursuing a friends with benefits with him. But like I really valued the friends though. So it really would only work if we actually like are friends. To which he was just like, Yeah, like of course. Like I, I heard, you know, the the horror stories about, you know, your previous friends with benefits and I'm cool with, with doing that. So anyway, once I was quickly established, like shortly right afterwards, he wanted to come over and just get straight into, you know, having the fun portion of a friends with benefits, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I was just like Oh, like, I don't know. Like, I still feel like I need to, like, I don't know. I don't know. I felt like it was way too soon after saying that I didn't want to pursue something long term because, like, I, I don't know. I, I felt like it was way too soon, but I did not go. I didn't go forward with, you know, his request of having fun right after that. So the next day, he still kept hitting me up um, about, like, oh, like, hooking up. And I was like, sure, like, we could try it out tonight and then that night came and he was just still nagging about the fun thing and i was just like uh, i don't really feel this anymore and so i ended up just falling asleep and the next morning i was just like Ugh. i i just got the ick because i was just like oh like after i established like friends motive it just has been like fun 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 and it he kind of turned like it's like this freak and I, it brought me the wrong way and it was very reminiscent of like the friends benefits that I've had in the past where they say we're friends, but it's just, you know, we're just smashing. And that just wasn't, that wasn't the vibe. So I ended up like unfollowing him and soft blocking and all that stuff. And then it wasn't until last night I decided to go clubbing alone because I thought of, I was like, you know what? Why don't I start my resolutions early? And, you know, try making friends uh, solo uh, again, because it's not my first time going clubbing alone. I've done this like, I think, more than a handful, uh, I would say. And it's usually like a hit or miss. Sometimes like I get approached and, you know, it's usually like a guy wanting to like you know, make out and that happens. And then the other times I just kind of like nothing really happens and I just feel like I kind of wasted a night. So it's kind of a gamble, but ultimately like I, um, it's been like a long time since I had gone to the club solo. So last night I was just like, you know what? Like, let me try this once more, but instead let me try to actually, you know, make friends and like ask if I could hang around with some people or some shit like that. I don't know, which sounds like really freaking weird. I mean, it sounds really weird, like, just going to the club and just being like, hey, like, can I join your group? I kind of came here alone, which I don't know. It doesn't sound weird, but it also sounds kind of weird because, like, who does that? But at the same time, it's just like, well, you can do that, right? Like, you can do that. It's just nobody does it because, like, you have to have a certain type of balls to, like, go up to a group and be like, hey, like, I'm looking for, like, friends, like, do you mind if like, I hang around with you guys? You know, like, who does that? But I was like, you know what? Let me try doing that, right? Like, let me try. Like, I don't know 
anybody that would do that or has done that but why don't i be the first and <laughs> to try it out right even though i'm of like a very like shy introverted person i'm just like bitch i am 24 years old like i am pushing 25 and when i hit 25 that means i'm pushing 30 there's no time to sit here and be like i'm shy i'm shy bitch fuck all of that like i time is ticking my 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 beauty is ticking like i only have these looks for so long i can't just waste my night withering away doing nothing and just missing 100% of the shots that I'm not taking. So anyway, I digress. But the thing is, is like, so I, I, I grabbed two white claws, drove to the damn club, got to the, or got parked at the damn Kroger where the, it's like next door to the clubs where there's free parking parked, guzzled down my two white claws and then sat a little bit for it to hit once i felt a little tipsy i was like okay let me start making my way to the damn club so i get out my car walk towards the first club which was uh, a latino club get in there and i was tipsy enough to like not feel self-conscious but at the same time i'm just like i don't know what to do because like now's my turn now's my chance to go like hey can i join your your club can i join your group right but i i wasn't drunk enough to do that but I, at the same time i wasn't i wasn't sober enough to be self-conscious so i was just like mm, i don't know i don't know I, so I, I was like you know what i'll just stand here and look pretty until like maybe somebody approaches me because that has worked in the past so i'm just like okay let me just try this out first and just stand around <laughs> so then i stood around and then you know nothing was happening for like a good 20 minutes and then I was, that's when I felt like, okay, the alcohol is fading a little bit. And I also look kind of lame just standing here on my phone while everyone's having fun. And at the same time, since the alcohol is like fading a bit, I start feeling like people are looking at me kind of going like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> so then I start walking around the club pretending like I'm looking for somebody, but then really like, it's just like. I feel like it gets to the point where people are just like, oh, who the hell is he looking for? You know what I mean? Like, who is he looking for? Like, he's walking around the whole thing. Like, how long is he going to keep doing this? <laughs> and granted, like, I likely would not have these thoughts if I was genuinely, like, pretty drunk. But I'm not going to pay for, like, my own drinks, right? I usually have a man pay that for me. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, like, I mean, it would be nice to have somebody pay for me drinks. At the same time, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know, like... I don't know. I I don't know. I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't want to get too drunk because, like, I don't know. I could maybe come off as too, like, uh, uh, brash. Is that a word? Or too rash? I don't know. Um. So that was a bust. So I went to the next club over, which was um a more. It's like a country themed club but they play like really like american pop music and, it's, and then i think it's like the most popular club out of all the clubs on that strip so i go in there and um <laughs> uh, i do the same thing and you know there's no luck whatsoever and i'm just like okay the longer that i'm doing this the the faster you know the 
the white claws effects are fading so i'm i, I was like you know what? why don't you just get on the damn dance floor and just like <laughs> just like shimmy a little like you know like do what i usually do when i'm drunk with friends that's what we do we just shimmy a little bit on the dance floor but the thing is, is like i don't have friends with me right now so i'm just like i look i'm just a loner in the and granted like there are some loners that just be dancing by themselves at the dance floor like it's a very common thing but like when i'm drunk okay here's like where the 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 awful part of me comes out i'm just like i'm kind of thinking when i like when i am with my friends and i do see those like loners just kind of dancing by themselves most of the time they're kind of like creeping on like other dudes or like girls because there are straight guys that are like these gay clubs trying to find like a girl um i don't know i feel like they're just kind of creepers so I kind of felt like I'm being a creeper trying to make friends. But like at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go on the dance floor. That's too much. I'm not drunk enough for this. And at the same time, like, I don't even know, like, what I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, ultimately, I'm just not drunk enough for this. So then I'm like, you know what? Should I go get a drink? I probably should get like a vodka soda or something. But then as I'm like going to the to the actual bar, I see, you know, that recent friends with benefits at the dance floor with his group of friends and that instantly made me like recoil like it made me like cringe like in a really bad way because like i don't i i think usually again like i said earlier i don't really care for people that i used to fuck with like if i see them like at the same circles circles or the same like areas that we you know that where we would usually be in but since this person was like very very fresh i was just like ooh, i i can't i can't i can't do this i i can't i immediately like i i felt really sad i just had this wave of like sadness because i'm just like dude i'm like alone like here like I, i'm alone here like i'm just alone at this club meanwhile you're here having fun and you're with your friends and i'm just kind of here trying <laughs> to like make friends but it's just like not working because like i'm not i i'm i i have the jitters and i can't approach anybody and i don't know seeing him like i felt like really shitty because i was like oh like you know that's like technically like a friend that i could have gone to and um you know just like dance with but at the same time like i'm also upset with him because like he was like really freaky with me and that's all it really was and i, I with my morals i was like i don't i still stand by like my decision like i don't want to be friends with that type of person anymore or have that type of relationship with him anymore after that whole switch up so i'm just like oh i'm just like oh i need to take a break so then i left the club and i went back to my car and then i just kind of ranted to myself a bit and then you know it felt really nice ranting to myself and you know and by ranting to myself it kind of relieved like that sadness so then i was like okay you have two options you could you're basically sober now, so you could drive home and waste your night. Or you could get your ass back into that club and don't let a fucking man ruin your night, right? So I took the second option. 
I got out of my damn car and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let him ruin my night. Like, it is what it is. You, you know, I unfriended him, you know, two days ago, whatever. I'm just going to, I'm, 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 I'm going to keep doing what I initially came here to do make friends. So then I went back into that damn club. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, Um, I ended up approaching him and cause I don't think he realized that I added him on everything, but I approached him and well, okay. I approached him in a way where like, I wasn't actually approaching him, but like I made eye contact with him and then he made eye contact with me and we were like in pretty close proximity. So he was like, Oh, Hey, and I was like, Hey, and then he proceeded to be like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, like, I'm looking for my friends, but I can't find them. To which, like, that's not true. Like, I didn't I didn't come here with friends. But, like, I didn't want to say that I came here alone, kind of being a lame, a lame-o, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I, I came with friends, but, like, you know, I can't find them. And he was just like, what? They ditched you? And I'm just like, um, I guess. I don't know. I just can't find them. And he was just like, oh, okay. And then... I don't know. He kind of like didn't care. So then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then I ended up like leaving and I was like, well, maybe he'll be like, hey, like, where are you going? Like, you can't just leave if you don't know, if you don't have any friends, like stay with my group. But then that didn't happen. He just didn't care, which I was just like, you know what? That's fair. Like, that's fair. That's fine. We're not even I. I I don't think he knew that like I unfriended him and still and all that stuff. Like I think he still thought we were like cool. So I was a little hurt by the fact that like, oh, he didn't bother being like, hey, like, let me watch out for you. Like you're alone in this club. Like stay with us for a bit. At the same time, like I also unadded him. So like, can I really expect that from him? So I was just like, okay, you know what? I respect it. I'm going to just remove myself from this because I ultimately it's just a mistake by me just coming up to you in the first place. But I think I was just feeling, well, I was a little, well, I did have a vodka soda, so maybe it was hitting. I don't know, but I was just like, you know what? I, I, it's just hard for me. <laughs> it's just hard making friends. That's the conclusion that you should come out with. <laughs> It's just hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately that night ended. I went home empty handed. No friends were made. But at the same time, like I was I didn't bother going up to anybody that I which I planned on doing, but I just couldn't because I just I still had the jitters. And I knew if I had like some alcohol in me, that would have definitely helped. Um, but yeah, that this sounds really miserable. I don't want anybody to feel bad for me. I just feel like I'm I'm like really the only bitch nowadays is like that's actually making the effort to like try to make friends. And by me telling you all all of this, like I it of course like all of it is are going to be flops. Like I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm genuinely trying to like 
you know, put myself out there and stuff. It's just that I'm flopping almost every single time that I do. But because of my thick skin, I'm very quick to recover and, you know, try again. So, yeah, since it's New Year's Eve tonight, I'm going to go out again and see uh, if I could, you know, try to do it right this time. Um, But, yeah, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) And I feel like people are going to take the take what I'm saying and just be like, yeah, I'm never going to put myself out like what he's doing. (laughs) because you're just gonna flop and you know what that it's gonna happen you're gonna flop when you're putting yourself out there like it's going to happen like it's just part of the process but it's for all the flops that you do that i do ultimately it will eventually lead me to that good person Uh, whether it's a friend or boyfriend or whatever like all the flops are gonna you know they're gonna they're they're it's all a lead up to uh, a win. <laughs> so that's how I see things. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, I think that's it for tonight. I went on a whole spiel. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed everything that I spoke about today. Um, hopefully I'll see you guys soon. Maybe I don't know. I can't guarantee you I'm gonna be back next week, unless something crazy happens. Oh, oh, maybe I will give you an update in regards to the New Year's and anything that happens later during throughout this week into the New Year. Um, I'll probably update you maybe this weekend. Who knows? No promises. You y'all know who I am. I say something and then I ghost for a couple months and then I'm back. So we'll see. <laughs> But anyway, um, again, I wish everybody a happy holidays uh, or I hope you all had a good, you know, Christmas, Kwanzaa, um, Hanukkah, all that jazz um, and a really good happy new year. I hope you have your New Year's kiss and I hopefully I have my own New Year's kiss too tonight. But who the hell um, knows? You know, that's what life is. It's full of surprises and I'm just ready to unpack those surprises. So anyway, I'll see you guys soon. And yeah, thanks for tuning in to Twink 51. Bye.